listening to my podcast? Excuse me, have you heard my podcast? Have any of you heard my podcast? Seriously, what are you doing? Excuse me, have you heard my podcast? What are you doing? Guess what? This episode's all about promoting your podcast. When you think of podcasting, you probably imagine dull, poor quality, distorted conversations being held between people you'd never ordinarily listen to, even if they were in the same room. But there's another side to podcasting, and it might surprise you. I'm Neil from Podnos Productions, and it's my goal to help you ignore the static, edit out the misinformation, and learn the truth about how to make a noise in your space. This is Your Business Needs a Podcast. So far in this series, we've covered some of the steps that will get you from having an idea for a podcast through recording it, handling the guests for it, making sure it sounds good, and remembering why you're doing it in the first place so you don't become yet another stat in the list of victims claimed by Podfade. Here's another aspect of podcasting and podcast marketing that no one really addresses. Promotion. No, I don't mean how you leverage the ladder if you're a member of your team that's responsible for the podcast. I mean promoting the work itself so that others might become aware of it. If you're about to start publishing your work, and the next episode will be all about that, by the way, then you're going to start experiencing something that's as dangerous to a podcaster as a technology-based financial scam is to a pensioner. There's a reason that I'm releasing this episode and the next episode in the specific order that I am. I want you to really suck down on the outcome of releasing. I need you to understand how dangerous it is to cross this metaphorical road before you attempt to cross it. Because this road has a lot of oncoming traffic. And if you don't cross it correctly, you're going to get squashed. The good news is I'm here to take your hand like an elegantly dressed young mother and guide you safely across the road. If someone asked you what India's number one export is, you'd be forgiven for naively answering, oil, gems, rice, innit? You'd be wrong. Even Google doesn't know the true number one export. Thankfully, I do. It's fingers. Bitch, don't question me. It's fingers. This is facts. And the suppliers of these fingers are constantly looking to add to their finger sales pipeline. The moment your production goes live in Apple Podcasts or any other main platform, you can expect your associated email address inbox to become flooded by people with cliched English names like Dave and Bill with offers to help promote your podcast. They will promise to get your podcast ranking highly in iTunes and will really encourage you to take them up on their offer of help by informing you that your podcast is currently not even inside the top 1,000 and that no one has any idea that your podcast even exists. 
it's all very sads making. They will usually offer to correct this for you for a low price of anything from 5 US dollars to 500 US dollars. You'll be forgiven for asking them the obvious question. How? They will evade this question or they'll tell you an outright lie. Like, So we use very high traffic site to promote your podcasts. The truth is a little bit less romantic. They actually achieve it by using that number one export that I referred to a little earlier. Fingers. There's nothing exceptional about these fingers. You and I have at least one just like them. Wait, sorry if you recently lost your limbs and this has triggered you. Please don't angry tweet. I had no way of knowing. For the purposes of simplicity, I'm just going to assume from this point on that you have fingers. If you don't, there are plenty of other podcasts that are not no finger shaming. And I'd more than understand if you'd prefer to listen to one of those. Okay, so back to these fingers. The special thing about these ones is that they are lined up in an office full of other fingers in front of a whole wall of smartphones. They call these setups click farms. And when you accept the services of Dave or any of his finger possessing friends, they immediately get to work using their prized export. Your podcast page will be brought up on Dave's 500 phones and he immediately uses his finger to press on the subscribe button and play every episode. This then causes your podcast to appear very popular and you'll see it slowly rise in the Apple Podcasts rankings. Eventually, your podcast might even make it into the main page where it will hold one of the coveted top 10 spots. Now, this might all sound very lovely and you might even be tempted to get yourself a piece of Dave's delicious finger action. But heed my warning. When Apple Podcasts figures out what's happening and it's a case of when, not if, they will remove your podcast from their chart. And there's a very strong chance you'll have your show blacklisted from the search results, if not completely removed from the platform. Apple are very protective of what their homepage displays, and it's largely curated by humans. So be warned, if you try and mess with that, they will bring you a whole world of podcasting pain. So we've now established it's not a good idea to throw money at Dave and his fingers. So let's look at some other options that you might want to consider. Firstly, let's look at some of the legitimate methods which won't work. These include posting a link every two minutes on your social media. Not only is it boring for your followers, but you're not doing enough to cover off the what's in it for me aspect of sales. Look, we're all selfish people. And even though during the height of COVID, we all came out and clapped the NHS every week for a few months and everyone went, oh, look at this. Humanity's being kinder. I'm afraid that even now, absolutely no one gives a flying turd about your podcast. So you've got to be specific about why I might find it interesting. Oh, and seriously, don't fall into the trap of responding to tweets from cute-looking girls 
asking for any podcast recommendations on Twitter. This has become the worst kept secret for gaining attention to a Twitter account with poor engagement. You won't get any listeners to your show by posting your link in response to this. And if anything, you'll just come off as desperate and unloved and people will point at you and laugh. Yes, even Click Farm Dave will use his finger to go, LOL, NO FANS, paying for Facebook ads that talk about the show in general terms. I mean, is there anything less enticing than seeing a promoted Facebook post that says, Listen to the Frank and Deborah Politics Show. I'd argue that paying Facebook to get your listeners is a waste of money anyway. But if you're going to do it, at least talk about a specific aspect that might be interesting. Something like, what happened when Deborah told Frank about this one amazing thing Donald Trump did last week? Well, listen to find out. While you're on Facebook, you might be tempted to use the listen because you love me bargaining statement. And there's nothing wrong with that. I even use it myself from time to time. But it's not going to skyrocket your audience, mostly because your Facebook friends actually don't love you. And so they'll like your post in a that's nice, dear kind of way. That said, there's no harm in reminding people you're not dead yet and use your link to your show as an excuse to prove it. Here's what might work when promoting your podcast. Getting actively involved in the online communities surrounding your niche. Are you doing a podcast about knitting? Hey, I ain't judging. I'm sure there are fans of the Dropstitch and they're probably in the tens. So why not join the relevant knitting online communities? Be interactive. Be seen. Don't just dive in and start sharing your show every two seconds. This is the equivalent of walking into a networking event and yelling at all the other attendees while throwing your business card in their faces before running off never to be seen again. Instead, look out for conversations that you might be able to contribute towards. And if there's a direct connection to be made to some content that you've included, feel free to link them towards that. Good SEO, that will help. Over time, content will organically get your audience. And this is down to the SEO. This is a slow process and there's no way of rushing it. But do the work now to reap the benefits later. Maybe months from now, use repurposed content to attract new audiences on new platforms. Have you got a YouTube account? Do you post audiograms? And the number one method of getting audience for your podcast? Work with Podnose Productions. When you work with Podnose, you're getting access to more than 20 years of experience in content creation and marketing. Podnose has overseen not only hundreds of successful personal shows, but also those of several clients, including business owners, and public figures. When it comes to the podcasting space, there is simply no one more experienced with planning, execution, and promotion of a podcast than Podnose Productions. You have to be willing to put the work in, but if and when you do, you will see the results you desire. Want to know more about working with a fantastic podcasting coach and producer 
to take your podcast idea to the heights of success? Well, check out the site at podnose.co.uk. That's P-O-D-K-N-O-W-S dot and book your free initial chat. I absolutely love listener feedback, good or bad. I always like to share it when I can because it's a great conversation starter. Also, I know I'm pretty far from perfect, so I think it's important to be self-aware and share other perspectives. I've had a WhatsApp voice message. And by the way, if you want to also get involved, you can do so. Just record your message and fire it off to my WhatsApp. The number is 07400-498-277. That's 07400-498-277. This one is from a podcaster named Stephanie. She's the host of a network of shows called Geopats. She's a hard worker and really passionate about the medium. She's raising an important point about this show and I felt it's important to have her voice heard on this matter. Now, before I play this audio, I own and accept that I have a unique sense of humour that doesn't resonate with everyone. And sometimes, during my radio career, I have been known to get it wrong, occasionally resulting in listener complaints to the regulatory body. During my long radio career, I can count how many times I've had complaints upheld on not one of podcast promoter Dave's fingers. That's correct. Not even one single complaint upheld. But I've always taken the opportunity for a learning moment each and every time one of those complaints rolled in. And this is no exception. Okay. Let's listen to Stephanie's audio. I'm just going to play a clip of this because it is quite long, but Stephanie has a problem with the show's intro. It makes me sad when people diss podcasters. I know there's a lot of crap out there, but there's also a lot of really good stuff out there. So it legitimately just made me sad. I just respect the hell out of you and I know what you're doing and there's such gems in the rest of the episode, like really good gems. And I think it's really great that you're highlighting some really surprising and good things that are happening with business podcasts. And Mm -hmm. I think it's important to have a podcast about podcasting for business purposes. I think those are all really, really good ideas. And all of that is what makes me really, really sad to... Uh To, to do that because you are so good you're so talented you're so honest you're oh, such shush. an amazing Stop sound it. person an amazing podcaster an amazing Stop. person that you don't need to step on other people and make fun of other people to prove how good you are ouch okay thanks so much for that message stephanie and i do genuinely appreciate you taking the time to record and send it now let me start by acknowledging the point yes That intro messaging could be offensive for some, but I'm very deliberate with my language. This isn't a show targeting hobby podcasters and how podcasting is. It's more about changing perceptions. That is the perception that they're dull, poor quality and unengaging. I even say 
there's another side to podcasting and it might surprise you. Listen, I'll play it to you now. There's another side to podcasting and it might surprise you. So my why for doing this podcast is literally the opposite of the reaction that you've given. I'm old enough to know that implied messaging is not always going to land, but I think it's important to clarify the positioning as intended by my intro. I'm not addressing those who get together with their friends on a Sunday night and discuss which Star Trek aliens are the best. I'm specifically targeting the very niche audience of business owners and entrepreneurs who want to use podcasting to expand their branding reach and solidify their credibility. I'm also not intending to publicly shame those who are getting it wrong or somehow suggesting that the podcasting community as a whole is poor quality. Absolutely not. In fact, I'm actually attempting to re-educate people and try and change their understanding of podcasting and alter perceptions. I'm absolutely suggesting that some business podcasts are terrible and actually attempting to bring awareness of that because unless you know what's bad, how can you strive for good? I hope this clears that up. This isn't a dig at all podcasters and a suggestion that they're all bad. It's actually me adopting the position of the naive outsider who thinks that all podcasting is bad and actually taking their hand and saying, actually, look, it's not all bad. And here's me actively trying to tell you how good it can be and how you can contribute to its overall improvement. Okay, Google, find me a surprising podcast of the day. Okay, here's the surprising podcast of the day. This one is, whoa, out there. This is the Global Connected Aircraft Podcast. Woodrow Bellamy III, the host of this show, not only has the most important sounding name in podcast history, but he's also got an incredible voice of which I'm immensely well gel. In this particular episode, he has a chat with Nate Klenke, the boss of a company called Duncan Aviation, about various aspects of his jet modification and repair business and its solutions during COVID times. Here's a clip. First and foremost, what we focused on was uh, the protection of our employees, uh, the protection of our clients and our clients' air airplanes as they uh, came into our facility. And um, so we implemented a lot of different things across our business uh, and across our facilities that we have across the country to uh, basically uh, make sure that we did protect our employees and protect the assets of our customers and our customers coming and going from our facilities. So um, doing that immediately has really helped us continue to uh, provide services to our customers, which is very important to us and and uh, for those that are continuing to require those services. Link in the show notes. Well, there we are. That's it for another episode. But don't worry. Episode seven's coming next. And that one is all about publishing. So until next time, see ya.
Shadows Productions.